Yeah, it's the hippo song. It's about the hippopotamus. The most dangerous land animal in the world. Hippopotamus. 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 Ah. I'm a hippopotamus. I like swimming, but I'm dangerous. If you get too close to me, I might just bite your feet. Oh, hippopotamus. 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 I'm a hippopotamus. I'm a hippopotamus. I'm fat and dangerous. If you don't understand, I might just bite your What's going on, everybody? This is episode number 102 of the Marvelous Friends Podcast. We want to welcome and thank you for listening in. It's been such a fun and and wild ride, and uh, we have a fun one ready for you today. We're going to talk about Moon Knight episode four, but before we get into it, my name is Rob, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I've brought a few of my friends with me. This is Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. And again, we are going to talk about Moon Knight Episode 4, and we're going to unpack some of the things that we think is going on. And if you think you know what's going on, come join the conversation. Like we said, we are going to talk about Moon Knight Episode 4. Um, real quick, we, we recently recorded, um, and published, um, episode 100. That was fun. We, we gave us some awards. We, you know, it's almost like we watch these, these shows and these movies, right? And, um, we see some commonalities. We see story arcs. We see bad wigs. We see, we see a lot of things. And so we're like, you know what, what best way, what, what's the, what's the best way to hit our milestone episode? but to have um, an MCU award show. And I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the direction of our podcast and some changes that we're kind of talking about. Um, you know, I think Fergie and I, we talked a lot about it and we've mentioned this briefly to you, Elise and Ronaldi, um, just about like some changes that we're, we're, we're looking to make and, and the direction of our podcast. Um, we talked about gear. Um, Ronaldi, you're not in Massachusetts anymore, so we're gonna have to send you some some up, upgraded gear as well as Elise. Um, but we're we're looking to make some some adjustments to our to our podcast. This format's great. I, I love uh, talking about these these movies and and just the format in which we talk about them. Um, but because we're in such a transition and we just hit a milestone episode, I want to set some expectations for our listeners on what they can look forward to between now and maybe around summertime if if you know the second we drop an episode and you listen to us i know that you might be affected uh by our episode release and kind of how that looks i don't know if you guys noticed but sometimes lately we would release our episodes a little bit later than usual um that's because there's been a lot of transition um i started working not too long ago and you know that schedule has been crazy um, I know for Fergie, it's a very busy season for her. Uh, same with you, Elise and Rinaldi. You just moved, and so that's a whole thing. I'm still, I'm still like getting used to that. Just right. you know, living in a different place. Yeah, and that's a whole transition for you. Like you're, you're, you're trying to adjust and trying to, you know, um, you know, lay some foundation, trying to settle in a little bit. Um, and so, you know, let's talk about it. Like. What are we looking forward to, uh, you know, going forward? I know we're trying to simplify things, right? Um, I know one thing we talked about right now, we're releasing two episodes a week. Um, potentially, we might look to do one episode a week and focus more on um, our conversation rather than trying to keep up with everything uh, because I know Marvel releases something every, like every week and so we feel the need to talk about it. But, you know, just on that note alone, what are your thoughts on – what do you guys think about that? Like – you know, your take on, you know, how we're looking to transition our podcast a little bit. For me, I think it's, um, I think it's good to be flexible in how we approach episodes and how we approach release schedule. Um, because like, kind of like what you said, you know, where things are starting to get busy for each of us. 
just personally in our in our day to day lives. And I think it'd be good for us to just be able to not feel like we have to chase after everything that Marvel's doing, but to kind of I feel like our podcast it was just a us coming together and seeing how we view the different things Marvel's doing. I don't I don't want us to become a news podcast like like that's that's the core of our podcast is what's the latest with Marvel. I feel like the core of our podcast is how do we feel about Marvel and just us reacting to each other because we all have at sometimes we all have different opinions and different perspectives and that's what makes it fun and interesting and a good conversation. So I think what you're bringing up in in terms of changing our approach, I think that's going to keep us at that core Mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of going down the road. And I don't, I don't, I don't have any issue with people or podcasts that have this approach, but I don't think that's us of like, okay, we have to figure out every little thing that Marvel's working on. Because that sounds exhausting because I feel like they're planning a whole bunch of stuff. So I think it's cool that we're changing our approach to, so that we can still be who we are. That That's how I view it. I think, yeah, Marvel News, well, even just comic news in general can be overwhelming because a lot's just happening. So I think it's, yeah, it's it's good to space it out and not get caught up in the, like, I guess the wave and you know what Rinaldi was talking about too. Uh, a good point that he makes is that we're, we're more about the people who kind of like to have dialogue about what we're presented with, as opposed to like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. And that's happening. That's what, like, cause you know, we'll just, I mean, honestly, you might be able, we might be able to do an episode every day if we were that type of podcast. Um, so yeah, I think it's good to, you know, for us and in respect to just our personal lives and transitions that are happening personally with us, um, that works that way. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with Elise and Rinaldi. I think they pretty much said it all. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Marvel's putting out a lot of content, which we're going to talk about in a uh, later episode, but I think, you know, we're still going to be talking about that stuff, just not to to a degree uh, in which we're we're because you know at times it's like okay, Marvel just came out with something, Marvel just came out with something, and this news came out, and then this TV show, and then there's so many things, and at some point it's going to be covered. But on top of that, too, a year from now, it's not going to really matter how close to the event that we reported it, quote unquote. Um, it's not going to matter. Um, and so I think keeping to the core of who we are as a podcast and, you know, for people who come together and break down everything MCU, um, we're not primarily a news podcast, although we talk about some news, um, but this is primarily us, um, hanging out in a living room or in this case on zoom and talking about some things that, we feel strongly about or getting our thoughts on something and just seeing like, all right, where's this conversation going to go? Cause some of our, some of our greatest episodes are when we're actually being ourselves and expressing how we really feel about something. So, you know, I, I, I like hold, I like for us to hold um, that as our identity as a podcast, but also in going in the direction of, you know, less is more um, having a bit longer episodes, but releasing it less frequently. Um, and then we're looking to have other, you know, go on other platforms for our listeners who want to contribute and, you know, support us. Um, we have some, some listeners who, you know, thank you for, you know, listening to us from, from day one. Um, you know, there'll be more opportunity for you to support us and, and help us grow as a podcast. So we just wanted to talk about, you know, uh, the direction of our podcast to, you know, let our listeners know that if there's any opportunity or any you know, if you find that our episodes either don't come out on the day that we that we say, uh, or they might come out a little bit later or even earlier, I, we're, we're in a transition and things will be weird. So just hang on, hang tight, and um, you know we'll we'll have a we'll get back on schedule very very soon as we are working through 
um, you know, new jobs and, and new lifestyle and, and, you know, us moving and so many moving pieces that things are going to fall short. And I wouldn't want somebody waiting on us, you know, on our Wednesday episode to come out. And they're like, where's that Wednesday episode? Well, it's going to come out Friday because the X, Y, and Z, you know. And so um, as of now, that's going to be, you know, where we are, uh, where we're going for the next couple of months maybe. Um, you know, obviously we're going to aim to release on our current schedule. But, uh, you know, we might – there might be a later episode. Um, and while we're on that podcast journey, we will be talking about Moon Knight. Um, we had a chance to watch it. Any thoughts on Moon Knight? Let me ask you guys. Uh, episode four. Yeah, um, the tomb. Yeah, the tomb. That was the that was the title of it. Yeah, Ronaldo, you look disappointed. <laughs> I don't. Um, I honestly feel like I need to watch the episode again. I, I, I like. Mm. I don't know what to make of it. Um, okay. I guess if I could give a straight a straightforward answer or if, opinion. I, I don't know. It feels this feels kind of like Loki all over again, where it's like, okay, you kind of said or hinted that we're going to get something and then you give us something else. Hmm. So like, I thought we were going to get kind of what we got in episode three, where it's like, okay, we got black market dealers. We got cults. We got all these different groups with bad intentions and Moon Knight has to fight them kind of like, the way Batman would fight, you know, groups, secretive groups, like, you know, like Ra's al Ghul, the League of Assassins. Like, I thought we were going to get that type of show. And we got some of that in the third episode. But now I feel like we're getting Indiana Jones with, like, magic. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I thought we were going to get, like, because, like, so my... I guess my idea was like, okay, we have all of these criminal organizations and mercenaries and there's a whole black market around Egyptian artifacts. So I thought Moon Knight was fighting people like that, but we're, we don't have that much Moon Knight. We have a lot of Mark and Steven and they're dealing with all this Egyptian magic stuff. So I'm a little like, I guess I'm just confused and disappointed. I don't know if I'm like, oh, this is terrible. It's just like, oh, I thought we were getting something else. Yeah, I kind of agree with Rinaldi. I definitely have to watch this episode again. It was confusing, and it also, for me, went in a completely different direction than I thought it would. For me, the pacing was brutal, and then, like, the last 10 minutes, I was, like, just alert. and like, okay, what actually is going on? Like, where are we? Um, Because this whole episode felt like Indiana Jones. It felt like The Mummy. It felt like um, just I'm going on this archaeological adventure and then for them to end up in like a essentially a psych ward had me thinking a little bit of WandaVision again. Like, okay, is this going to be kind of like a copy and paste where Wanda was in distress and like watch these shows to cope and that's how this is her psyche. Is this the same thing that's happening? And so I think in order for me to really like have a, an opinion or – grade or rate this episode i need to finish the series first because it's just too confusing right now yeah no it's so funny that you guys mentioned indiana jones because that's what as i thought that too i was just like okay but i was like okay i i was willing to pardon that and i thought it was gonna get deeper and then at the point where i'm trying to see something more then it's like you know, what Fergie was talking about the psych ward. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, and I had to rewind because I was like, is it, did I look down and I missed something? <laughs> but then it's like, no, he got shot and then you, you're brought to the psych ward. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, is this real? So, I mean, I don't know. Cause I, so I am also confused, but I don't know if it was the same type of pleasing confusion that I had from episode one. Like you guys remember I was saying like, Oh, like I'm pleasantly confused. I can't say that right now. I don't know. Like I just, um, but it could, it's like whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, it could be good. It could, I I just, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't know what's going on. I have a theory as to what's going on. And I think that's why I'm disappointed because I think that hippo at the end, 
was the um oh my gosh, I forgot the name of that god, but her avatar was a uh, Yitzlin, right? Was that her name? The yes, Indian, with a the y. Indian looking woman. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but it started with I a think Y. You're yes, onto something. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's the, like Yil- the, Yiltsin or something. The hippo god uh, Taroet, I think. Uh, Tawaret, Ta- Ta- I think is how you pronounce it. That's her, the god that the god, she's yeah. working for. Probably right. It's Taroet, and she's the god of music and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I oh no, music, so, love, in the sky. Uh, I ooh. that sounds accurate, but Not, I have to fact no. check. So yeah. this god in particular, um, the hippo god, is not. Is it not? N- it's not really love and music. It's it's fertility. It's um, so so. This is not the the god that was was trying to help Mark behind everyone's back after the trial. That's a separate god. I don't know. Because I, so, I so, do some homework. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, um, I don't feel, but, I feel like I'm too lazy to look it up. So the, so the trial that you can Google it, it. I'm but trying the, to answer. so there was I'm a trying, trial. Wait, wait. So I'm trying to, but I'm trying to answer that the hippo God, cause I already did the research for it. Um, but I, to clarify for our listeners, cause right. I don't want our listeners to be confused. Okay. There was a trial in where episode three. in episode three, where Harold was yep. summoned to get to testify about his actions and the gods believed Harrow over Mark mm-hmm. because mainly because Mark just seemed as untrustworthy as Conchu, but Conchu had a relationship, a close relationship. I don't know if it was romantic. I don't know if it was a close friendship, but it was with this other God whose avatar was an Indian woman. And she went behind the God's back to help Mark. Right. So I assume that that hippo was the god that uses the Indian woman as an avatar, but maybe that's a that's a separate god. So let me ask you this: At what point in your description, uh, in episode three, do they mention anything about a god of music and a god of love? Yeah, they said. Yeah, they specifically. She specifically told Mark, "I'm the avatar for the god of love, music, and the sky." We'll be right back. In a world where age is nothing but a number in life and in fandoms, join Kimberly and Sheila as they review movies and TV shows for their podcast, Forever Fangirls. Tune in bi-weekly as we delve into the good, the bad, the cute, and explore different themes of each show we cover. Or you can listen to my wife do different voices. Anyway, darlings, Forever Fangirls is available on all major podcasting platforms or on our website, foreverfangirls.com. Yeah, that's not the hippo god. Um, Okay, so this is a separate... And this is why I'm just even... Now I'm even more disappointed because I thought it was going to tie back to that episode. Now it's like they're introducing something separate. Right, so Where, she mentions the name of the god, and it's not the hippo god. Yeah, but but, but this goes back to why I'm even more disappointed because I'm not confused. Okay. It seems to me that there is a schism amongst the gods, mm. a schism between Horus, the weird Middle Eastern dude that has bald, his head is balding, uh-huh. the one that held Conchu's statue, right. So yep. he's he's with Harrow. He's like, yo, let's let Harrow do what he's gonna do. We trust him. But it seems like there's other gods that don't agree with that, but they're too scared to challenge him. The mm-hmm. only one that's willing to challenge Horus is Conchu. And he got turned to a statue. So it seems like the hippo god is trying to help Mark behind their back, just like this other god. Mm-hmm. My issue is like it feels like too much, and it feels completely disconnected from Layla, Harrow, and like the secret group. It just it feels like a new story. Yeah, and because you're being and introduced it's too, to it's somebody too new. Mystical. Yeah, you're because you're being introduced to somebody new, uh, and you're not even halfway. Like you're well over halfway through the season. Yeah, there's only and, two episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So and on top of, okay, we're dealing with this whole God stuff. We haven't really gotten Moon Knight. Like, we haven't gotten Moon Knight. Like, okay, I need to track down Harrow. I need to track down these black market dealers that are selling these sarcophaguses or these artifacts. Like, that, because that's what I wanted. I didn't, I don't, I didn't really want all this God stuff, but it seems like that's, that's what we're going to get moving forward is like these gods and the afterlife and, yeah. But but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe 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 um, my prediction is not true. Going to come true. Well, I will say. So I don't know if Fergie, you looked it up at all. I have. Uh, I, I could tell by the, the look in your face. No, I did. I did. Oh, you <laughs> just did. Just whenever okay. you call me, I'm like, what? And just every time I call, you got to be ready, Fergie. Um, <laughs> I just I'm just on site. Um, so what did you find, Fergie? I have notes here, but I want to I want to see what you have. Yes. Um, the figure. Named Tarawet has roots in Egyptian history as the goddess of protection, childbirth, and fertility. Right. And this uh, uh, Tarawet is also tied to the afterlife. That I did not yeah. see, but cool. Yeah, it, it's it's like later on in an article that I was reading. Um, but uh, So who but yeah, was the so, god from the last episode that went behind? Uh, the, she, she mentions the name and I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I have name. to look it up. Oh, uh, I'll look it up. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I think it's I think it's I think it's Hathor. I think it's either Hathor or I think it was Hathor, right? It's that I think it's Hathor. I can, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah. No. Hor no, not Horus. It's not Horus. Hathor, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Hathor is the goddess of music and love. She is one of several sky deities that rule with Ra. The leader of all Egyptian yep. gods. That's yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. So, so, so here's what I. Yeah, and she transforms okay. into a lion goddess. Okay, so uh, here's what I think, um, Rinaldi. I think you're you might be onto something when you say that this is where they're going to go, and now they're introducing a new another god, uh, Egyptian god in this whole thing or whatever. Um, first of all, let me just say because you guys had a chance to share what you thought. Yeah, I want to hear what episode. you have to say. I, I, um, all right. So a couple things. One, I totally got Indiana Jones mummy. I, that whole first half, um, is what I got. And I, I think I had trouble with the pacing, right? But, but here's my, here's where I feel like the first half is won over. Not just symbolic things but there are things that because i I watched this episode twice i had to because it's just like wait what um the second time watching this i noticed certain things that every character said that plays into the second half and it's like you need that first half to play uh to, to to work and happen in order for the second half to to deliver on what it was intending um i i enjoyed the second half I think, for one, now we're dealing with Mark, we're dealing with Steven, and potentially uh, Jake. Um, what's his name? Jake Lockley. And um, yeah, we're dealing with that. That's, that's the third personality. And, and some are saying that that's the third, or no, not the third, but the second sarcophagus um, that Jake was in there. That's why they didn't open it. Um, but I enjoyed the, the, this episode. Um, Definitely not as strong as the first one, but I enjoyed it because there was there's, there's a lot of things happening in this episode, and I think I know what they're doing. So it's one big looping poetic story that they're trying to tell. It's almost like Loki, right? If you if you understand what they did with Loki, all they did was teach us about um, the multiverse. Yeah. Right. And that was annoying, right? It's just like you you had a whole whatever eight episodes, however many episodes they they did to teach us about the multiverse. This show, it seems like they're not just trying to introduce the characters of Moon Knight, but they're also trying to introduce these these deities and the conflicts with with gods. Um, because we're getting into with Marvel, we're getting into some weird, dark, interdimensional. Uh, beyond human territory. Like even with uh, Thor Love and Thunder, we're getting into some territory with that movie. 
Um, so I think this movie's trying to introduce stuff to us as well as introduce these characters. Do I prefer they don't do that? Absolutely. Like, please stop introducing me to these ideas and trying to teach me something. I want to fall in love with these characters. To your point, Rinaldi, we didn't get a lot of Moon Knight because Khonshu is not there. But I, I was hoping they were going to free him, but they didn't even do that. I think I think they're going to free him in time for episode six. Oh, I think man. I think because if we've seen if we've seen a pattern with these episodes, episode four with all these shows seem to be this like turning point confusing like a major turning point in the in the story right and then yeah. the very last is one big yeah. fight yeah and i think I'm that's just, what they, that's, i'm that's, just that's, not that's, here that's for this man do. i'm just like i think um because i think here's another thing because you make a good point about how these up the structure mm-hmm. but this pattern of we're gonna keep piling up the questions and then you get to the end, and the answer is not that satisfying. Like they did that with WandaVision, and then the answer was Ralph Boner. And I'm like, well, that wasn't particularly satisfying. And I swore off mysteries. Mm-hmm. After that, I was like, I ain't into mysteries. But you guys were like, nah, nah, let's keep following the mystery. So then the next show, Falcon Winter Soldier, you guys were like, oh, who's the power broker? I'm like, nope, I ain't playing that game. No, sir. No, 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 no. Sir. no, no. Can, I, can I just <laughs> no, interject No, sir. Then when Sharon quick. popped up, hold up, hold up. Elise can I just lost interject? her mind. And hold up. <laughs> what? Hold up. Can I, can, I, can I interject real quick? I just want to stick a claim that I, I already knew who the power broker was. It, it was spelled out from the day I seen oh, Sharon no, no, Carter no, no, on no. screen. You're right. You're right. But it totally okay. was. I didn't care. I didn't care. I had zero right. emotional investment other than hoping okay. to prove Rob, Rob wrong because we made a bet. I was hoping for the money. That was my investment. <laughs> that bet is still out because we're like, uh, we still got to wait for the Thunderbolts. So, yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is within <laughs> the context of the show, it wasn't an interesting sure. answer. And, and so, and then, and then Loki, again, they did that backwards, like where. The answer was great, but the question wasn't particularly interesting because we didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> we were following a a Loki. We didn't really care about mm-hmm. why we were asking that question. So yeah, I'm just I don't know. I'm just over this whole mystery thing, man. Because I'm just worried in Moon Knight, That's... it's going to be the same thing. We're going to find out the answer, and it's going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh no, I was going to say to your point, Rinaldi, the mystery stuff. I stopped. I mean, I'm still open to mystery, but I kind of stopped caring when Loki came because I guessed that it was going to be the whole, you know, intro to like Kang and whatever. And I was like, man, I'm right. And I don't like. Oh, that's right. You found (laughs) stuff online that talked about it. Yeah, I think I was looking at some Ant-Man stuff and I was just like, and then I just saw some signs and I'm like, yeah, it's probably Kang. And then and then you remain showed up and I'm like, wow, the one time my prediction is here and yeah. it's like whatever and then hawkeye <laughs> it was the mom which fergie guessed from like episode the end of episode two <laughs> you know they're not even trying they're not even trying oh really yeah. oh oh it okay was, yeah yeah she came with it really early i guess yeah. i'm the slow one because i it was episode three for me i was like okay it's definitely look if mom, fergie but... look listen fergie watches so much tv if Fergie calls something right from the beginning, I'm like, Fergie knows what she's talking about. I'm not going to second guess <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I was lo- on Screen Rant earlier just looking at more information about this episode. And they interviewed one of the writers. And he has this whole like um, quote that I won't read entirely. But he talks about essentially how this show needed a big swing and needed to take the audience by surprise. And so that's why this episode was really important. And they talked about how Marvel provided like a reference sheet for all the writers to look at. Hmm. And, um, you know, since the very like beginning process of writing this show, um, they knew that they wanted to integrate Towerette into it and how, um, once they acknowledge that, okay, like we can kind of play with these gods and have some fun, that's when they wanted to create something weird. And I think that's what we've got from this this episode. Um, yeah. But it's on screen right if you guys want to read it, which is really interesting, interesting to some people, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't yeah. know. I need to watch this episode again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, what I'll just add is that 
I don't think it's bad. I just came out that episode like thinking it was kind of weird. And I'm like, yo, it's, it's kind of trippy. It mm-hmm. could go somewhere, but you know, y'all know how I am about these six episode things. I get very concerned mm-hmm. um, with pacing and, and the payoff of everything. And I don't want, I don't want anything to be rushed. So it almost sound like they were putting in something new or maybe it's looking like, was homeboy always in the psych ward or it's just making it look like mm-hmm. that. But then um, Rob, you mentioned that this goddess has something to do with the afterlife. So like, is homeboy dead? It, like mm-hmm. what is happening? And um, place. what I will say, it's not a bad episode, but I was slightly disappointed because I was looking forward to this, the other personality. I'm trying to see who's been making homeboy glitch out in those scenes that we never got to see. So I guess because I was really trying to see that and I didn't get it. That kind of messed me up a little bit. But again, I don't hate this episode. I'm just kind of like, where are y'all going? And just trying to connect the pieces. And hopefully we have enough time with these two episodes. Like I was looking at the end, trying to see if there was an end credit. Because it's usually around this time I think they start doing them. And there was nothing. And I'm like... I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, episode four is not where you want people to be confused. Like, this was a weird, weird timing. Right. So. writers they wanted to take a big swing and catch everyone by surprise and how like week one um during the writing process marvel provided like this whole reference sheet that had like different egyptian gods for them to kind of refer to oh and they wanted to use a specific one yeah that's the last thing i heard oh yeah and that was it and so i think when they decided that they wanted to use tarot it I felt like it gave them permission to kind of get weird with the show and do something different. We'll be right back. Are you tired of leaving the theater disappointed? Do you love dissecting all the best and worst of what Hollywood has to offer? Getting the rundown on what to see and what to avoid at all costs. Join Michael Pishinary, host of the Movies Worth Seeing podcast. Michael reviews all the trending Hollywood films and gives you the inside scoop. The inside scoop. So you'll never leave the theater disappointed again. Check out Movies Worth Seeing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. And yeah, and I think, I don't think that's necessarily bad. I think, I think for me, what would save it is if Jake, if we got flashbacks with Jake and he was doing Moon Knight stuff. Mm, I think that's where I'm at, but I don't know where, if you're at least, you're just, you're at a place where it's just like, yo, this is too much and it's episode four. Because I think, Fergie, you just said that. Like, this is too much to do in episode four. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you feel the same way, Elise, or if it's just more just how the episode ended. I think I'm in the middle of uh, what both of you guys are saying, where, like, again, I want to see this Jake guy do his business. Because that, you know, you, y'all know me. Like, I'm, I'm I'm looking for the action. I'm looking for the blood. I, actually, I think we're all on the same page with that. We're looking for the mm-hmm. looking for the blood. I gave up on blood. I gave up. I, I, just need, <laughs> I just need actual, like, fist connecting to face. That's... We got a droplet. Yeah. yeah. We did. <laughs> no, this episode... This episode with with whatever that weird creature was in the in the um in the place yeah, like we got a, a little reanimated, something reanimated mummy or something yeah something and he was like I don't know dissecting that human or whatever it was so I was like okay we we go in there we we're doing something mm-hmm. um so yeah I so I like like you said Rinaldi just getting that Jake stuff is what I wanted and that's what I was just saying too is that that made me a little bit disappointed because it looks like so much was leading up to that. And then it's just like, you didn't reveal this personality. Like, what are y'all doing? And then it just got, it just went in a direction that I wasn't expecting it to go with homie, like in the psych ward. And even Donna was there and I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. So has he been psych in the psych ward, drugged up, 
this entire <laughs> time because mm-hmm. that'd be interesting. But like, I don't, I just don't know what I'm seeing, and I didn't get what I thought I would get. Yeah. So yeah, I'm wondering if this Tiamut is intervened at the last second and he's just in a coma he's not actually dead and this mm. is just a psychosis some kind of psychosis mm. yeah i think it's a i think yeah. um arthur harrow sent him somewhere mm. um, i think that's what happened oh um, but why would he do he, that if he just kills well, Mark, either, he's good either, he's in the clear <laughs> well either 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 arthur harrow sent him somewhere or uh this whole thing is is like a it's like happening in his mind, right? Because you have the 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 movie that's playing, right? Yeah. Which is Stephen Grant. Like that's that's where he got the thing from. It's just like Wandavision, that whole thing. Um, yeah. But then uh, you have all that stuff happening, and then you run into the hippo. And I'm wondering if if the hippo has any control over what's happening in his mind. But also this episode. Um, I got to remember who's who. Uh Steven uh was talking to Layla about the uh the eye of Horus and how it's the third eye and it's like I wonder if that has to do with him being in this this weird place and how his third eye isn't opened yet and these things are like I don't know coming together and I don't know. It's it's very weird is this happening in his mind? Is this um is this reality? Is this like I don't know. It's it's very weird, but I think yeah. you. It seems like you feel fine with that, Rob. We're I feel at fine this with point, it. and you're like, okay, we're trying to get a sense of what's going on. You're cool well. With it. To be honest, to be honest with you, I wish there was more of this in this show. You you can't be introducing, uh, you know, split personality, um, you know, the glitching that happened in episode one. Um, the mystery that happened all you can't be introducing that, and then right after episode one, you go back to a normal show, and then you go back to the mystery. You got to pick what kind of show you want to be. Yeah, and I think that's because of Harrow. They wanted to spend more time with him. That makes sense. And it's cold. We can spend time with Harrow, but again, there's some episodes where it's like, uh, can we can we move this along? You could yeah. spend time, you know, doing other things with this. Um. Maybe because they had money for Ethan Hawke, and that's why he's on screen more often. But <laughs> I think – I don't know. I, I think – personally, I like this stuff for this kind of show because this – if there was more of this, I think this would be a better show personally. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that episode four will at least answer some questions but still leave the mystery up till episode six because what I don't want – is for episode six to be one big CGI fight. I oh, don't want because that. episode five is right. going to answer questions. So you still episode want episode five? five yeah. This next one that's coming up to have a little bit of tension and mystery. I want there to be tension and mystery. My only thing, I'll give you guys an olive branch, right? I'll, I'll, because I'm with you guys. Um, I like the mystery aspect of this. And I like the the you know what is actually going on because at first you're like is is this reality is this going on in his mind but then Stephen Grant and Mark Spector hug each other so it's like what's going on right I love that but then the hippo appears and she says hi like a six year old girl and online people love this stuff right um, how do you guys feel about that before I continue it's shot I mean it was shot really well and oh, Oscar I thought it was Isaac did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. That whole sequence. And Ethan Hawke did a great job as the quote unquote oh, yeah. psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was it was it looked great. It was entertaining. I think. Yeah. And the hippo, the hippo was cool. I think it was just to me, it's just more of like, man, what is this show trying to be? You know? Right. Yep. But it was all yeah. cool. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel, Rinaldi. I was like, I was into the show once that happened and then the hippo showed up and then said whatever she said, said. Hi. <laughs> hi and then it ended and i was like wait what like mm-hmm. i need just a little bit more and it was shot really well i confused um but i don't know the fact that ethan hawk is also there is throwing me off a lot yeah um 
and then even just like everything we've seen from episode one till now like the little village we saw a picture of that there mm-hmm. are like um statues egyptian statues in ethan hawk's office yeah the um the little moon knight action figure that i think was in mark's hand yeah i yeah. forget who it was Oh, uh, Steven. Um, yeah. And Mark, so Mark, I'm Mark. just like, wait, is this WandaVision? Is this like every psych war movie I've ever seen in my life? Like what's oh, going on? And okay. was just kind of confused. Yeah. You felt like it was a little cliche? A tiny bit. I mean, I didn't mind it, um, but I was just, I I don't know. I that That's when I lost my grip on reality, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It was, the show was one thing and now it's completely yep. different. Yep. Yeah. I, um... I want to ask you, or not so much ask, but something that I noticed, um, and this goes back to the um, the Indiana Jones, the Mummy, the um, Layla looks a lot like, like Evelyn Rachel Weiss, from right? The Mummy, and yes. The mummy, yes. Rachel Weiss from the Mummy. Yeah. She was yes. giving me the whole face. I said, "Wow!" Hairstyle, <laughs> face, everything, and I'm like, "This is this is like they literally watched the Mummy before shooting the scene." Yeah, yeah. intentional thought the same thing i said wow it also give me the vibes it also is weird because i think mark is like brendan frazier's character and steven is like um her brother the the actor who played her brother i forgot his name um yeah i know what you're talking about but yeah um i i really like that actor i'm gonna look it up but but yeah yeah, it just it it, like even the even the mark and the personality fit the other characters in the mummy Mm mm-hmm I really need yeah. to watch The Mummy again. I don't think I've seen it this decade. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I it's haven't seen it. Years. I, I haven't seen it in 10 years, but I watched that mum, that movie like 12 times. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Bro, oh, yeah. I watched it like once a week when I was younger. Like, I mm-hmm. loved that movie. Remember Kept the cartoon? On TV. I remember oh, the, the cartoon. cartoon was good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as the movie, yep. though, but it was... Not at all. So, another thing, a little fun fact. So, you had the the whole hippo thing, right? Back in October 2021, and I'm sure this video, you guys may have seen this, Oscar Isaac was on Jimmy Fallon, and he was singing uh, a song. It was called the Hippopotamus Song. Oh. If you guys ever have a chance, go look that up. It's a fun song, but people are now saying, like, yo, that's that's why he sang that song, because they they had just finished filming or whatever, maybe writing uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know, just a little cool thing you know that was thrown in there because literally after this episode on wednesday um i started seeing this video everywhere the next day so i'm like okay that was that was done on purpose so it's like a clue yeah a little bit yeah the <laughs> mystery yep. yeah we're doing this whole mystery thing I, yeah. I like i said if you if you give me episode five we found out what jake's been doing the whole time and it ties into what we've already seen mm-hmm. everything is forgiven yep. everything is forgiven because mm-hmm. i need jake I need, yeah. I need groundedness before we mm-hmm. dive into this whole Egyptian god. Thing. Episode yeah. five has to be very strong, very yeah. strong. Yeah, it's gonna but you carry know, the show on its back, right? You know, I had a thought because I'm because ch- I'm trying to figure out what was good with the last five minutes or however long that was, but like I don't know, something is making me think. Um, that it's some sort of conspiracy thing that like, so I don't know. Like, I don't know if like the bullet he got shot with, if, if it's like real, like bullet bullet, or if it was to bring <laughs> him into this state. Cause, and the reason why I'm thinking about that is cause like, you know how, um, Harrow and like the head guy, head God, who I think he was supposed to be Osiris most likely. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, it looked like they were in cahoots almost. So I'm just like, did he get this bullet from him or something to like no. put him into this, like to make him think that he's bugging out, but he's not really bugging out what we saw really happen. But they, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, or maybe, so either that or he really, maybe he really was just in the mm-hmm. that place this whole time and this is going on in his mind and he used the inspiration from that movie to create the Stephen Grant persona and all this. I, I don't know. So I'm just, I don't know. But something made me think about that. Because, like, I think Osiris is also 
like so god of the underworld right, right? which like, is somewhat and yeah afterward uh, afterlife underworld so some of the sim- god of death right yeah. similar things to what um tower what yeah missing this right yeah so hard to say yeah so there's some intersection with her role her role as goddess and his role as a god so i'm just like is there something happening is there just like is he trying is he teaming up with harrow to conspire against him in some way but this goddess's help is trying to is going to help him i Mm. i don't i don't know yeah so i don't know but maybe that kind of makes sense yeah but like i don't know speculation i I don't know much about these see you're on to something elise because i think um because they, because um, Osiris, not Horus, Osiris. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> keep getting these. I keep getting these names of the gods confused. Um, so Osiris and Haro, they they don't like Kanshu. Right. They don't really have an issue with Mark. So I think you're onto something. Maybe this was just their way of helping Mark realize that. I'm. I'm you know, bringing back Amut, um, um, Amit would be a good thing. Mm. Maybe that's what Harrow's trying to do. It's like, I want to help you because I was the previous avatar for Khonshu. I want you to be, have the same kind of peace that I have. So I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to knock you out so that you can see some other stuff in a different realm. Yeah. or something. So you can get your head together. So yeah. hopefully I'm, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that. I was gonna say hopefully we write, but we are we're always wrong, <laughs> and they don't take the good stories. <laughs> but um, do do you think we get we're gonna get more about Harrow? More about Harrow? No, I think you think this is. I it. think this is. He's it. just someone that's upset with Conchu, and he wants to do things. Unless unless there are things more revealed about his his um his motives, then sure. But I think this is the most we're going to get out of Harrow. I still don't know why he puts glass in his shoes. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That would I be a good thing to explain. No, that's a simple one. I don't think Hopefully. it has anything to do with with uh, uh, Egyptian gods or anything like that. It's, it's a religious, mm-hmm. you know, like you have – I forget what movie it was. There was a movie um, – where it was heavy on religion, um, there was a, a guy who's Catholic, and you know, to punish himself for a mistake he made, he went into a room. Da Vinci Code. He, oh yeah, Da Vinci Code. That was the movie. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He goes into mm-hmm. a room and he flogs himself. Yeah. So, oh, so I think, think like I, I think it's the same idea. Like like uh, to show uh, how pious you are. Or yeah. Yeah, that like, yeah, exactly. Like, you're willing to punish yourself. So he's willing to walk with glass in his shoe everywhere. Um, I, I think it's more religious symbiology, symbology, whatever, um, okay. as opposed to like, does it have to do with Egyptian God? No, I think it's just <laughs> to tie to religious stuff. Him being extra. Um, yeah. And then, well, yeah. are we going to get why he and Kanshu broke up? Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting there's story. a whole. I think there's a whole ex girlfriend, angry ex girlfriend mm. vibe to this whole thing, where he's just really like he went all the way to the tomb just to gloat in front of yeah, Conchu's statue. So yeah, I think that seems like some bitter ex girlfriend. I, I think you're onto something. I think that we might get a little bit of that probably in episode six, maybe. Mm. Let's see. Maybe. They might wait. I mean, they it, might it's wait not one big late. forty-five minute fight. Yeah. How did you guys, or what do you guys think about those um, little gremlin mummy looking Smeagol things that were running around? They were kind of cool. I mean, again, they gave me the blood. They gave me some blood, <laughs> so you know, I accept them. <laughs> yeah she says i i welcome them <laughs> yeah it, it yeah it was cool it was cool seeing layla kill one yeah. of them so i am kind of annoyed with steven man i don't i don't know man he just like he just ran away like a little girl while layla killed one of them and then he kissed layla mm-hmm. 
Even though that's Buddy's wife. Like, come on. But it's do, you, do you want to know what I think? Do you know what I think about Steven? <laughs> is it cheating? But he didn't he didn't even he he just found out who she was like what a week ago? Right. Like so it's not really your wife. No. I mean, yeah, so here's what I think. It, here's what I think. I think this ties into this is what I mentioned earlier. I think this ties into um later in the episode where He's watching, he, like the guy on the, the in the movie is named Stephen Grant. This guy yeah. wants an adventure. This guy wants to be the hero. This guy. So rewind to the first half where they're getting ready to go inside the tomb. And he says, I always wanted this. I always wanted mm-hmm. an adventure. So I think literally he he wants to live out what he's seeing in the psych ward on the TV. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's like, you know, him making a decision because he himself feels like it's the betterment for, you know, the world as they know it or whatever. I think he's trying to live out in his mind um, the adventure that he finds himself in. Um, But again, this, even as I say that, that just means that we have to unpack what's going on in the second half of this episode. I don't know. This this is well. One, that, what does that have to do with kissing Layla? That adventure, nothing to do. You can the hero. You can no, have he's a the hero. adventure with a woman without kissing. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> so, but every every he movie, likes her. yeah, he likes her. And every movie that involves adventure, like think of Han Solo or like um, Harrison Ford. In any movie he came out in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, there's always a woman. He's always kissing. Like there's always that element of the adventure. And so, but that that contradicts the first episode where he was like where i believe jake is the one that set up the date with the other black lady sure. in the first episode uh-huh. and he's overwhelmed and uncomfortable with going on a date with this black woman right <laughs> and he's like he's he's he has a lot of anxiety about everything mm-hmm. so how does that match up with all right let's just go into this adventure where we have no plan and we could get shot in the face by harold's followers uh, I don't know. Just so we can see I, I some artifacts. I, I don't think. I mean, I get he's he loves artifacts. I get that. I get that part. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't I think, think he's in this if situation. She wasn't Sorry. involved. I think he'd be less likely to go on this adventure. But the fact that they're like quoting French, and she's like also very smart. I think he's more inclined to be like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll do this thing, and I won't give uh, Mark back his body. And the fact that she's like pretty too doesn't hurt. And so I think. That's why he's along for the ride, but I guess I can also see what you're saying, though, Rinaldi. It's just like you're meant like for the museum life, like not for this like right. grand adventure. We'll be right back. Trauma is a catalyst. It provokes significant change in the lives of survivors, as well as in the lives of their caregivers. Join me, Carrie Rickert, on my podcast, Transformational Trauma and Healing, as our guests share their stories of trauma and the resources that have been beneficial to them. We will celebrate our guests' successes and learn from their struggles, adding tools to our trauma survival toolbox along the way. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm with Mark. It's like, dude, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and then two, like, you, it's just, it just feels weird. I feel like if Layla was just some random woman, maybe I'd accept, oh yeah, I'll just let her take all the danger. But this is Mark's wife and you're just like, oh, she'll protect me. She'll be like my bodyguard. And it just feels, I don't know, it just feels like kind of corny it's like come on dude like this is this is disrespectful and corny it's well like i get your motivations i get all that but it's just like why would you subject her to to something where she could die so <laughs> let me ask you this rinaldi when when steven said uh there's something something in his core because this is when him and mark were talking through through some glass and he was they were talking like Mark was saying, like uh, you don't know what you're doing, um, you know something about you can't fight. I don't know. You don't know what you're doing. And then Stephen responds with, "Yeah, this is a suicide." Is a suicide. Well, he you said muscle memory. Shot. Muscle. And then and then Stephen said muscle memory. Something in his core has to respond because 
they're basically the same. It's the same body, right? The same body, same chemicals, whatever. And so I wanted to ask you. Now I forget what I was going to ask you. Um, <laughs> Dang, I'm sorry. Because you were you sorry you were explaining. Uh, but, okay, you said it was disrespectful. Um, I wanted she to ask you. Back also, she kissed him back. Yeah, so it's like, Whoa. but that, but see that's the thing because it's almost like they're not two separate people, but they also are. That's you know what, what I'm saying? So, so say. that's why it's not as disrespectful as if this person is like a completely separate individual. You're dealing with another Loki Sylvie situation. Where they're t- where, what do you mean? Well, Mark and Steven are two different personalities, but they're the same person. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I mean, alt, uh, my, th- or, my theory or, or, is or that let me just, let, is... Or sorry, sorry. Let, me just, let me just capitalize on, on, on put a cap on okay, what I just said. go ahead. It's almost like two sides of the same coin like it's almost it's bad example but it's almost like Mm two-face almost okay poor example but that's the best i can come up with right now but sorry you were gonna say no i was gonna say i think it's good you brought up two-face because just like two-face this is a coping mechanism for trauma Mm -hmm. and we found out from harrow and then mark was a force to admit that Mark failed to save Layla's father from another mercenary. Um, and so all of that guilt may have contributed to Stephen being born. Like maybe Mark watched this fictional archaeologist named Stephen Grant and, and, it, and, 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 and the trauma triggered this personality to surface. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't view Stephen as like a real person. I, the only reason I say disrespectful I is because because it's not a real person, but you, the motivations are very clear. Like the personality has motivations; it has behavior. Mm-hmm. Like there are times where Steve, like for example, like Stephen is a vegan; he does not want meat. So there's some motivation. Maybe he saw how meat is processed and was horrified by it and decided to not eat it. Hmm. But that that's all motivation and thought process. And so if your motivation is, all right, I'm going to be, you know, like I'm going to respect Layla by telling her what Mark doesn't want to tell mm-hmm. her. Okay, cool. But then at the same, the same to- coin, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to kiss her mm-hmm. because I really like her and she's pretty and she's really smart and, Oh, she'll keep me safe. It just seems immature. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just like... Well, I think he is immature. There's some parts of him that is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back yeah. to what Rob was saying. And what I agree with is that, yeah, there's different personalities, but at the core, there's still, there's a, there's a commonality somewhere. Mm-hmm. And even though, okay, he's saying he's Steven, but he's still Mark and Mark at his core loves Layla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that that's I what see. that's what I think pushed the kiss as opposed to like, you know, yeah. So, yeah, it's really complex because it's like a different type of person, but it's the same person. So that's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. It's that 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 piece of Mark still can pierce through like any personality. Like he'll still look at Layla and recognize like, oh, I, I like this woman for whatever reason. <laughs> But he's still attracted to her. Yeah, that that makes sense. And I think something I just realized is maybe Mark is using Steven as a buffer to be like, you know, I have all these emotional trauma and I don't want to be close to you. Mm-hmm. But Steven can't help but be attracted to her. So it's almost like his defense mechanism mm-hmm. is not working. Right. Yeah. yeah Steve- like, oh, I'm going to create this personality so that we can't be emotionally close and mm. kiss one another. But he, Steven can't help it. So like it failed. Right. Steven is the defense mechanism mm. that Mark is using, but yeah, like because he, because Mark himself loves her, then that's, that's just what naturally would happen. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that makes sense. And I have no issue with Layla because one, she's kissing she is actually kissing mm-hmm, her right. husband. It's not like, right. and two, she's dealing with a lot emotionally as well. So, my my issue was more with Stephen. But mm. but when Elise explained what she said, it's like, oh well, maybe 
it's just Mark subconsciously using Steven as an excuse to not kiss his own wife, but it didn't mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And then him punching himself in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh... But that's what we do when we're guilty and we feel guilty. We punish ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who knows? Maybe Harold did something that made him feel guilty about himself. And so he punished himself by putting glass in his shoes, you know? Mm. Any, um, as we, as we close this episode, anything that we notice in this episode, um, uh, that we want to talk about, or is there anything you're looking forward to? Uh, are we even looking forward to episode five? Like, what are our thoughts as we close? I mean, I Critics. think I'm just gonna sit down and keep my lips closed and just watch mm-hmm. because Every single time I'm just like, oh, I want to see this or I'm looking forward to that. Like it just it just hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. So clearly I don't have a grasp on this show and Mm -hmm. its direction. So I think I'm just going to stay quiet and watch. I have no expectations. I have nothing. I'm cleaning out. I'm just cleaning it off, cleaning out my brain. I'm just going to I'm just going to (laughs) watch. Yeah, me too. Um, That's kind of my whole vibe this whole season. So I've been like, I feel like able to enjoy it a bit more because I'm like, okay, I know Disney Plus has their formula. This has some actors that I like in it. So I'm just going to take it for what it is. And so that's how I'm going to carry out these last two episodes. And do we know if there's going to be a season two? Has that been confirmed? No, they said no. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Which is okay, but I just need to see how they're going to end this. Yeah. Because looking kind of slow. Also, this doesn't really feel like an MCU thing. It just feels like a, another show. Which I'm I'm a fan of. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. make it its own thing. It doesn't need to connect right away. Like, yeah. let it connect later, you know? I want to see Jake. I want to see Blood. I want to see Fists connecting to whatever it's punching. I want to see Moon Knight in its fullest. Um... I please don't give me Jake, the guy who like kills everybody that's around him, and then when you give him to us, he just like I don't know. We get Moon Knight episode three. Like, don't please don't do that. <laughs> give us give us the you know don't. I, I know we love Harry Potter, but I'm just gonna use this as my personal example. Don't Voldemort me. Don't. Don't like this, this, this work up to like, oh man, he's very violent. He's very, and then like he shows up and it's just like the same thing. You know, I just triggered half of our audience, but yeah, goodbye, sir. Man, he was still, he, really he was still a threat though. No, 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 I'll, no. I'll give you how he looked visually, how he looked visually but, but I'm like, who, he was this still guy? killing people yeah. and stuff. But my point is, um, <laughs> my point is don't undersell. Don't oversell is what I'm saying. Don't oversell. If you're going to oversell, yeah. please deliver. Um, I want Jake. Please deliver Jake. Put Jake in the Moon Knight suit. Bring back Khonshu. I want to see that all in episode five. And then you can do whatever you want in episode six because episode six, except for Loki, seems to always be, uh, you know, big CGI fights or just hand-to-hand combat or whatever. I'm hoping that we see a good hand-to-hand combat too in whatever fight we get in episode six. I also thought about something. I want to see how that um, statue, that um, living statue guy ties into all of this. Oh, true. Wait, living statue. Oh, the, the one that was in all, all gold. Yeah, like in that plaza. Yeah, yeah. Forgot all about that guy. Dang. I thought we would see something oh. that pointed back to him in the psych ward, but I didn't notice anything. I hope he's not just an Easter egg. He might be. I think he's just an Easter. Doesn't egg. he have a bigger role in the comics? He does. He does. From what That's I what read, I from what I read, he does. But I, I think he's just an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's episode four. Please stay tuned for our review on episode five coming up next week. Um, this was fun. It's always great talking about MCU uh, TV shows and movies, no matter how excited we are or how, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just eh. Um, we're, <laughs> we, uh, we, we love coming together and talking about these things. Um, so here's to our following episode. Stay tuned and watch Moon Knight with us. Disney Plus, it's, uh, it's fun. It's all that great stuff. Um, Till next time, catch you all later. 
Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode, or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet yeah, Marvel content, on. you can follow us on like Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. I might just bite your feet. I'm a hippopotamus. I'm fat and dangerous. If you don't understand, I might just bite your.